Some sports shows are all psychobabble and no sports. Some sports shows are all sports with no fun. Get ready for both worlds. This is the Cheap Seats Podcast. If it's football you love, you're in the right place. College football, the NFL, fantasy football, news, and so much more. Sit back, relax, and crack open a beer or 20. Let's do this thing. This is the Cheap Seats Podcast. And here are your hosts, the big man and the juice. What's up, everybody? What's up, Juice? What's happening, Captain? Yeah, not a lot, buddy. You gotta love that new theme song we got. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, Got a shout out, uh, Keith, from your imaging guy again from uh, on Fiverr.com. That's where you got my whole seat sticky. Uh, You guys, what is it? Did I get my spot sticky, or did you get my spot sticky? I don't know. My spot sticky. This is some bullshit. Depends on what day it was. We're going to get it. We're going to get a new office manager. Oh shit! Yeah. Where, where's our studio manager? This is bullshit. We might just need to get a, a cleaner in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All Anyways, right. all right. So anyway, shout out. Uh, you got anything? You got any shout out? Well, as shocking as it's going to be, no, I don't. All right. Well. The show, the show, I and you, the show wants to shout out uh, Fatty and Schlegel for being on the show last week. Uh, You can catch uh, Schlegel anytime here on, uh, not anytime, but sometimes. Hell, quite a damn bit. (laughs) Quite a bit on the show. And you you can catch Fatty on uh, the the dog's table, not the Brown's table. Oh, did we change it? They changed it. I missed it. And... Illegal they ought to call it the, the the host of illegal ham to the face. Is, is there already a show up there called the Dog Pound? Yeah, I think it should have been the Dog Pound or like Dog Pound Table. I think it should have just been left the Brown talking table. at the pound, chatting at the pound. Yeah, barking at the pound. Yeah, barking at the pound would have been cool. Anyways, I'm not here to judge. All Anyways, right. it, it's still cool. Brown's <gasps> table, dog's table, whatever. Whatever. I mean, yeah, Brown's table, dog's table. All right. Anyways, my shout out. Shut the fuck All up. All right, go. So I know I keep doing this to you, and I did it last week, but I just got the confirmation text. All right. So you want to call somebody? Yeah, I guess we can call. Uh... I know we got a loaded show, but you want to call somebody real quick? Yeah, uh, we're gonna we'll have to make out. it a quick one. Okay. Uh, Okay, I got you. All right. I'll take care of it. And now, coming to you from the cheapest phone line in the business, the host to 115.8 thousand followers. That's a lot of damn followers, ain't it? That's that's a lot of followers. Anyways, two-time guest on the show. He is a... Four, five, you. He's been a police officer for a while. He's the only Cubs fan left in existence. He is my best man. Welcome to the show, 
Donut Five O. What's going on, buddy? What's up? Oh, you know. So, anyways, I just wanted to kind of get you on here for a quick little segment because I want to know. That was fucking loud, by the way. Hey, you be all right, listeners. I apologize, but you ass be all right. Um, so I just wanted to know how Cubs Nation, the famed Cubs Nation, is doing after you traded away the entire fucking World Series team that Chicago has beloved and fans all over the nation. Let's not get too out of hand here. The we Cubs are a national it. brand. We talked about this the last time he was on the show. That yeah, uh, that he had the fear. Chance. Yeah, yeah, he had and the fear that this was going to happen. So now that lines came and gone, and yeah. Reality yeah. set in, so y'all just y'all just pouring the whole damn salt sugar on me. Today, I, I I figured I figured tough skin guy like you, them wounds had already healed. Are they still no, open? No, no they, yeah, they're <laughs> still wide open. <laughs> so uh, all right, let's talk about it. What um, all we got here? Run us through who all is now gone. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, no problem. So <laughs> Anthony Rizzo, our yeah, beloved yep. first baseman. Um, Chris Bryant, our best utility, probably the best utility player anywhere in the league. Bryant, Bryant went uh, to the Giants, right? Yeah. And then Javi Baez, yep. uh, my favorite player in baseball, went to the Mets. Yeah. Uh, then you lost, we lost Craig Kimbrell to Craig Kimbrell and Ryan Tapera to the White Sox of all people. Oh my God. Right across town. Well, at least they don't have to sell their house and buy a new one. I mean, yeah. I mean, they just sold their souls, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, lost Jake Marisnik, uh, Andrew Chafin. Wait, a, a couple months back, we lost Jack Peterson. Um, man, I mean, the list goes on. But, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it is what it is. But but big three was the was the Rizzo, Bryant, yeah, and Javi. Rizzo, Bryant, and Javi, and that yep. was kind of the the felt so, like a knife in somebody's heart. So what's next for the Cubs? Of course they're. Um, going to be rebuilding but uh and i'm sure they'll sell it as they have great farm talent and right. draft picks that's and, what i was going to ask what's well, their farm I mean, might as well, looking like right now they might as well label themselves as a triple a team because it's <laughs> it's insanity it's not pretty they uh I, I i understand the logistics and and financial aspect of it because all three of those players were free agents at the end of the year right so and they didn't reach and deal with them so there was a chance that you were going to lose them and gain nothing right but i don't know why you don't pay him i mean anthony rizzo wasn't asking for anything crazy he wanted uh equal salary to like what paul goldschmidt's getting for the cardinals uh you know right first base and chicago's crazy. not a small market team they're i mean they're not no. a huge market but they're I a relative know. chicago's bigger. a pretty big they're, media market so yeah they're not like, huge but they're they're not New yeah. York or L.A., but they're still a relatively large market. Yeah. Yeah, they got plenty of money. and They just – it is what it is. I don't know. I could try to reason it, but as a Cubs fan, I was – I would be lying if I said I didn't didn't shed a tear. Yeah, I mean, I, I know you kind of fell into a hole there for at least 12 hours. Right. Like hey, <laughs> I was struggling. And it's, it's and now I find myself like I'm a Cubs fan. They play tonight at 730. I'm going to watch it. But – I find myself clicking back and forth to watch the Giants, the Mets, and the Yankees too. Just so you can see those guys. Right. And, and right. There's an attachment them, there. And that ex- exactly. And that tells you how, how stupid we are for letting them go. Their first game, all three of them, their first game with their new teams, they all hit bombs, home runs. Right. And 
you know, it is what it is. But that one's rough. I'm that struggling. one's rough. That's just the business aspect of it. I mean, it's all about money. Oh, it is. Trust now, me, right? I get it. I think Votto's the only long-standing red that I can remember that they have actually kept around. For right. I mean, usually when these contracts come up, the Reds trade away anybody that's got any value. Period. So, yeah. I mean, well, I get it. it. It's it's not to the extent that the Cubs did. With I mean, they won a World Series with these guys and and cultivated Chicago fans everywhere with these guys. Like, I mean, as you can tell, like it, they've fallen in love with these guys and then all of a sudden, whoop, nope, they're all gone. Yeah. One day. And that, that as a fan and, and you see this in, in basketball, you see it in all, all professional sports. It, it, it makes it hard when you kind of latch onto a player yeah. that's on your team or a core then, group or right. Yeah. And it just yeah. makes it hard. And it's just like, man, this sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically the equivalent if the Colts kind of fell out of contention there one year and traded Peyton and Marvin Harrison and and who else Dwight Freeney maybe yeah uh, yeah all in one ready. day yeah, like yeah, if, they, if they turned around and traded all those guys in one day like, yeah I think they released Manning but the rest oh yeah of them, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just you trade away that core group that people have fallen in love with, your fan base has fallen in love with in one day. That's the part that's, I can't stress enough. I, like, it wouldn't have been as bad if it was if it was kind of a, over over a couple weeks, months. But but you wake up one day and you've got a struggling team, but it's still your World Series team. And then the next day you're like, you don't know any of them. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, that's frustrating. Yeah. I mean, just I've tried to put it in perspective for people that might not be baseball fans to the extent that, like, I mean, like me and you, we're not really right. diehards. I'm, I'm like, and and that's the main reason for me because you have so many teams, so many big market teams buying championships. I mean, you get to teams like I'm a Braves fan. Atlanta's a, a a decent sized market, but yet they still lose out to the big markets like Boston and, and New York and LA. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it just, it's crazy. I mean, you're, you're lucky to have a guy for right. 10 years yeah, or, it's or, insane. You know, or something like that. The rental, they call them rental players. And that's, what's really, I mean, I can't complain because we rented, uh, we call it rental from, uh, Ar- Araldus Chapman from the Yankees for our world series. But essentially you get the player for the playoff run and then you send them back to where they were at the end of the year. Right. And that's happening a lot. And I kind of see that with these three. I don't see, I don't see Chris coming back. Uh, I see Rizzo maybe returning. Yeah, uh, I can see Rizzo coming back. But Javi's playing with his one of his best friends, uh, Francisco Lindor. So I don't see any of them returning. Maybe Rizzo, but that's that's it. So that's in the back of your mind, wondering if that's wishful thinking as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't expect it. I hope for it. Right. But it is what it is. So. Right. So, but we're sticking with the Cubs, is what we're saying here. Are we sticking with them? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's my team, but I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie and say I don't have other teams that I watch now. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you get out of here. I just wanted to get a quick uh, check on your pulse and the pulse of the Cubs nation. And you got any oh, more yeah. questions? Um, no, I mean, we know just, I, we we don't know when when the Cubs are going to be back to relevance again. So. We, well, we ain't not, even gonna try to predict that because in baseball that's not, hard. Not like, another hundred and six years before they get a, another championship. It'd be like trying to predict another Cowboys Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You oh, right. God, you yeah. right. You right. But I mean, but I can do your, it. It'd be next year. But okay. Well, for your fans, <laughs> I, for your for your listeners, I tell you, 
if you have any uh, Cubs fans out there that you know, go check on them. Make, do a welfare check. Make sure they're they're good to go. <laughs> they need help. So, all right, fellas, I appreciate y'all. Ah, right, we appreciate you. Thanks you so much. Yeah, see you later. All right, he gone. All right, now uh, now we're gonna get back into our Let's... regularly scheduled programming. Let's get into some meat and taters. You wanna get into some meat and taters? Let's get into some news time. News, fresh news, news time. News time is brought. I still to had a little by... bit of burn from the bourbon on the back of my throat on that one. I apologize. Can I give it another go? You go ahead. Go ah. ahead. News, fresh news, news time. Okay, I, I feel better about that one. I feel better about that one. Who's it brought by? Yeah, it sounds sound a little better. And it's always, as always now, it is brought to you by J&E Construction. Well, we're really sticking with these yeah, guys. Yeah, these guys it? are doing us a little good All right now. Right, we're so we're going to keep them in our pocket right now. Make sure you guys call 859-274-7378 for all your construction needs. And that's pretty much it. That's for the firemen. Yeah, ask for the fireman. I forgot about it. I, I forgot to write that part of the script. Make sure you ask Damn, for the fireman. Ask for the fireman. Uh, I'll give you that number one We do one porches. We do sidings. We do... Roofs. Uh, Roofs. Pole barns. Pole barns. Uh, I like it all. All right. Give them the number. All. Yeah, that number is 859-274-7378. That's J&E Construction. Ask for the fireman. And I am, that's his name. And I'm hungry. Let's get into some meat and taters. All what right. you got? We're getting right into the NFL to start out with. Ah, right? we're going to shoot the NFL we, first. We got to get it out of the way. Ah, give it to me. Indianapolis's Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are out five to five to 12 weeks. Okay, so I got, I, I've been doing some research on this okay. one. Listen, you're going to be proud of me. I All actually right. came prepared. All right, so Carson Wentz, when they said it was an old high school injury, mm -hmm. I called bullshit right mm -hmm. off the get go, right? I was like, no, nah, there's no fucking way. All like, right. He's played. That's All his I college read. days, he's played fucking right. multiple years, MVP-type seasons, yeah. Super Bowl-hitting aspiration seasons, right. and there's no way this high school injured. Okay. Turns out it is. Okay. So I was listening to Frank Wright today, and it makes sense. Um, according to Frank Wright, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, so apparently what they believe is that in high school, he has had this injury where it is broken, and then relodged into place so it wasn't bothering him. Okay. Okay. And and this makes sense coming from someone who has grew up around the medical field. Right. Um, that it is the bone or whatever. I'm not a medical expert by no means. Let's not make any mistakes here. The bone or whatever had broken or popped out and relodged into place and it had and it wasn't causing any discomfort. I see. Magically, if you put pressure on it the wrong way a bad step a bad fall something of that Anything. nature it could be non-contact and that's what and that's exactly what happened it popped back out and all of a sudden he's like holy shit this hurts right let's go get it checked out that's how they find it and then a few days later the same quentin, injury comes to quentin nelson's quentin uh, nelson's is a developmental anomaly okay like his whole Freaking body's not a developmental anomaly. Like, this man is huge yes, in general. Yes. So, like, I just want to throw that out there. This man is <laughs> Yeah, he's massive. a freak of nature. Okay, so his, his whole life, he's a developmental anomaly in right. itself. But, and apparently, and this is what made sense to me, on this injury, um, it's, it's kind of like a lot of us 
old school type of people call it a birth defect. Okay. Okay. So my sister has the same thing in her hips. All right. Um, it's she went. She he has went way longer before this has caused problems. She went probably I think it was ten or eleven years before we found hers. Okay. His is just now developed. It's a it's it's a birth defect essentially, to where it was never really ready. He put pressure on it the wrong way pop it's out but it can be corrected by surgery he, they go in it's basically a cleanup surgery they go in clean it up put it back in place probably put a pin or two in it right uh two weeks no activity period basically bed rest then you start rehab immediately that's where the five to twelve week I standpoint see. comes see. in and the five to tweak five to twelve week stand or distinguishedness right. of the injury D- that depending on the player well, it, the main thing be back before twelve weeks. The main thing it is that it, it sits on is once they get in, what they find once they get into right. the foot. Right. So if they're whatever that stuff is attached to, if it's fine, you're looking at really five to seven, okay. but they can't see that on a scan. So then if they get in there and what it's attached to is um compromised and you have to work on it and compromise it that's when you get to the extended part of the 12 and you get closer to 12 the more you have to do which is the more you have to rehab okay uh carson wentz i have been frank Wright confirmed that his was fine it was just that one ligament what it's attached to has not been compromised uh he should be fairly he should be back he's looking more to five to seven okay um so you're looking at anywhere between week one to week three or four on Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson. That's not come out with the surgery. I think was yesterday, maybe today. Yeah. Yesterday is when they had the surgery. Uh, yeah. So he's not come out and said anything on that at this point, but Uh, yeah, I did some research. That's awesome. You like that shit? Yeah. That's awesome. Should, uh, should Andy explore a trade for a quarterback? No. You think at all? No, you made the script before I fucking told you all this shit. He's five to seven weeks. You're looking at right. anywhere between week one to but week three. Jacob Easton can hold down the fort. We we also we also know Carson Wentz's injury history. We also know Jacob Easton is fine. Okay. You remember Jacob Easton? I remember Jacob Easton. He was with Alabama then or went he was with Georgia. He was with Georgia, Georgia then he transferred to Washington. Washington. Yeah. He's all right. Good, strong arm. Uh, Good, strong arm. Big kid. He's got the NFL prototype. He learned under Phillip Rivers last year. He's learned under Carson now. He can set in for two or three games. I mean, even if they go 0-3. You're not out of it. They're not out of that division. It's not the strongest division. I mean, the Titans are... The Titans are very good. You're going to get two guaranteed wins with Houston. Yeah, and... uh, Jacksonville's rebuilding. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's at least young. one win when at you're least, at home. Yeah. Like, if not two. Not. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you're not out of it even if you start 0-3, no. And then if you bring in another backup quarterback, you you got to ask yourself, what's that going to do to Wentz's confidence? Especially if you look at the guys available. That they're Foles, talking about with Foles. Foles will definitely be, and got to be in the talk, but, yeah, no. you know, that would Not be to mention terrible. the amount of money you're going to have to pay them. Right. No. No, maybe just Britain. stick with Easton. Yeah. If it if it's a prolonged thing, then maybe you might want to look at it. Maybe know, a player like Bridgewater or yeah, maybe or even Gardner Minshew. But I mean, you also have Easton and 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 what's that kid out of Texas? That's an, uh, the other back for him. Ellinger. Yeah, yeah. Sam, I, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know how he'll do. He's a little undersized, but yeah. But I mean, even if yeah, even if the walls come crumbling down and and Easton goes down one game, and and you got to play yeah Ellinger, Ellinger for the for the remainder of it, it's right. not a terrible situation to be in. I'm more worried about the Quentin Nelson deal. Yeah, if he's out for a long period of time, if it's closer to the twelve, he. He's the backbone of that offensive line. Yeah. He's what makes everybody. He's the attitude. Man. Yeah, he's the attitude. He, he's he's the. And I mean, the this backbone. guy, this guy, pancakes like literally some of the most athletic and big humans on the face of this earth. He's the best guard in football. Oh, it's insane! It's nuts! Like I mean, the it's not even close. Is Wyatt Teller and <laughs> like you said, it's not. It's even not close. close. There's nothing close to it. He's like the best. I might as well. We might as well say he's the best offensive lineman. Period. Oh, he's fantastic, and and I regardless mean, regardless of position, like I've seen it with Zach Martin, like in when before his injuries started coming around, like it's fantastic to have that. He's the yeah. backbone. He's the attitude. Like yeah. he might not even be the one. I think Ryan Kelly's the one that calls the audibles yeah. for the offensive line for for yep. Indianapolis. It was the same as Travis Frederick with the Cowboys, but Martin was the attitude. Nelson is the attitude. Like so. I'm more worried about the the prolonged effects of that, but it can be worked around as long as the injury stop here, Wentz comes back closer to the bottom of the deadline, you're fine. Don't All right. panic. All right. We're gonna move on with that. And I want I know you wanted to talk about this a little bit, um, a little in depth on it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you a little bit, but I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna bring it in. Uh Michael Thomas will undergo or he already has undergone a surgery that he could have already had had taken care of earlier in the off season, oh, and now he's going to be out for several weeks in the season. He pretty much pulled a uh, Shaq move, saying, "I got hurt on company time. I'm a rehab on right. company time." Um, and the Saints and uh, uh, Sean Payton they are happy. Uh, they ain't they are not. They ain't happy. It ain't a happy camp down there in New Orleans. So, basically, what I gathered from Sean Payton's press conference is there was no lack of communication. We told him you should get the surgery by this point. Somebody in Michael Thomas's team said, no, I don't think we need it. I don't think we need the surgery. I think we can heal. It'll be fine. Okay. And then he never got the surgery. And then it was like, oh, hey, shit. Uh... The season's almost here. We probably need to get that surgery. Like, I think Sean Payton's done with this guy. Stay the do, fuck away from him. Do you think Michael Thomas did, purposely did this? I don't know. Or if he just listened to the wrong guy in his camp. Like, that's a possibility. Possible. But I think Sean Payton's done with him. Like, he's been in the I really do. doghouse, Sean Payton's doghouse. He Last stays. season, he was suspended. Um, Ever since that big, huge season, and they and, started the can't catch me or can't guard me, Mike. Right, and and he got that big contract. He, I'm not gonna. He, I want my wide receiver to be a, have a little bit of diva in him. I do too. The great ones always do. And he's been great up until last season. He's been great. I mean, you can't deny that he's been the best receiver. He, in he's football. getting to the point to where the headache's not worth it. I mean, they drafted him in the second and honestly. Round, they, they knew what they had in him when they paid him, so I I really don't, I don't, I don't pity the Saints that much because they knew what they had. I don't either. I don't either. You know what you're getting into, yeah, but I mean they re-signed him. But did you ever say that about Terrell Owens? 
Is it too much for you at this point? I mean, is the headache worth what you're getting? With Michael Thomas, with Michael right Thomas, now, is the headache no, worth what you're getting? Not on the field. Regardless, like if if he was healthy and he didn't have Drew Brees under center, do you think the headache's worth it? Uh, I'd want to see how the other quarterback go, would go first. Okay. And well, anyways, I, did you ever consider it this much with Terrell Owens? No. Did you ever consider it this much with Randy Moss? No. Who's some of the other famous divas? Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson. I mean, yeah. Did you ever consider whether the headache was worth it? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I I guess I've considered it with, with Owens as well because – Maybe in I his mean, latter career, in his latter career, when he was with the Cowboys, yeah. when he was with the, even when he was with the Eagles, he was you know kind of a cancer. But I mean, he showed out every day. Yeah, I mean, you he, know what you were getting? You were playing fantasy at that point. Was oh, you still yeah. worried about taking him and starting? No, him? no. Would I be worried about Michael Thomas right now? Of course, I uh huh. I would be too. I would be, even if he was healthy. I I still put him in my. You still got top concerns. 10. But I would have my concerns. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you never did about T.O.? No, not really. Not with the production. Not, no. You knew he was going to get his. All you right. knew he was going to show up. You knew he was going to show out. That's true. So, I mean, so I don't think I don't think it's worth it. What's next for Michael Thomas? What do you think is going to happen? I don't care. You think he's I think he's going to go to rehab. I think he's going to spend the rest of the season in the Saints doghouse, and then he will no longer be a Saint at the end of the so year. you think he will not suit up for the Saints in 2022? What are we considering this year, 2021? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I don't think he's a Saint in 2022. Okay. All right. I okay. think he will play maybe spotty, like, when he comes back from the injury, whatever. But he's not going to be Michael Thomas because he's going to spend the entire time in Sean Payton's doghouse. And I think they're going in a different direction on offense anyways. It'll be Alvin Kamara-centric. Um, yeah, I can see that. Uh well, let me get this out of the way, and we're going to get on to some other news because we got some big NBA news to cover. Um, the Cleveland Browns re-signed Nick Chubb, and geez, I think I think they got a great deal, and I I think Nick Chubb's a class act. Right, tell me to a three-year, thirty-six point six million dollar contract. That's that's about twelve point two per year, um, twenty okay. million guaranteed. Um, one of the things what that I was asked was what's next for Cleveland. I, I know we got a, a, a few core players still left to resign. I think we need to uh, get it in order. I think we need to go ahead and get a uh, white teller next. What, do we got to get the Hooper deal out of the way before? No, we, Hooper, Hooper. Like, do we got to get him off the books before we can do that? Or I think we can resign. Uh, I think we can resign Taylor. Without um, Hooper coming without off the books, Hooper. I think next season, if we if we wait till next season, what was Hooper's deal? Three years. Yeah. So he's got this year and next. Yeah. I right. Think, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because it was a it, it was a three year. So he got okay. This year and next. So when do we have to have Taylor resign? Do you know? We got to have him resign by this year. This, so his this, contract this expires. Contract okay. After, after this season, we still got Baker and we still got Denzel Ward on the books. So, but you know. I want to talk for just a second about uh, the impact uh, that 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 this has, not just on like Nick Chubb. Uh, I mean, do you know where this puts Chubb as far as paid running backs? Where it puts him? Where it ranks him? I don't know. I think it might put him in the top ten, You're but I don't 12. think it puts him in the top five. Twelve per season. I mean, he he's not getting CMC. Okay, go ahead and do your talking tomorrow. 
I'll I'll look it up. Go ahead. But the thing that impresses me with with this whole signing is Cleveland's supposed to be this analytic team. Analytic don't sign running backs to big deals. And and I'm not saying this is a big deal, but they probably at analytically thinking they probably shouldn't have because you you know just as well as I do you can pick up decent running backs and and in the third oh, fourth yeah. fifth round all the time and and, and especially in this zone <laughs> zone eccentric offensive line that they got and the schemes that they're doing it's it's running back friendly so for them to do this I, I think it impacts the team because it it it's shown that they're they're not afraid to sign their core players. They're not afraid, you know, to pony up money for the right players as long as you're doing your job. And Nick Chubb was one of those guys who who comes in, puts his head down, and works every day and does his job, and he was rewarded for it. Okay, as far as guaranteed money, it ranks him fifth, fifth. at his okay. position in okay. the NFL. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. I would definitely. I, I, I think he's a top five back. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I'm not sure what he is on his purse, but I mean, well, I mean, uh, as far as guaranteed, guaranteed money, which is yeah. all that really fucking matters. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty. He's, I, yeah, he's I a, think that's a. I think that's a fair deal for both of them. So yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. All right, so I just you know I said all I wanted to say about that. You sure we're gonna? You seem yeah. like you got something else on your chest. Well, sure. no, I want to move on. Okay. To, we rest of our show i want to move on to uh, a little bit more news we're not going to touch are you uh, excited no not really are you excited about chubb oh yeah i'm excited about chubb jesus yeah, fucking definitely. christ i'm working with amateurs over but here. i'm not excited about uh all the right rest of the show. Go ahead. i guess i am I you care. are fucking, right. you love me give it to me what you got so we're gonna talk a little bit about the olympics and caleb dressel who Fantastic. uh won two more medals uh, over the past week, he's won a total of five medals in swimming. I'm not going to name off all the ones he did because, yeah. frankly, I don't, don't really give a it. shit. I don't remember. He's Team USA, so good. That's all that matters. Simone Biles returns and wins a bronze Hey, hey uh, hold on. on. Caleb, can I, can I just say mm-hmm. he has the best artwork as far as his sleeve oh, that, that I've ever too. seen in Olympic swimming. Okay, okay. That's it cool. is fantastic. That sleeve is fantastic. And I do. I get into swimming. Every time the Olympic comes around, I don't watch it any other time. I don't watch world meets. I don't watch nothing else. I don't watch collegiate swimming. Nothing. Well, that the Olympics, wild. I fucking get into it. Okay. I get into it big. The first four to six days or whatever the Olympics, mm-hmm. love it. It never comes off. And I will sit there and you can you can ask my fiance. I just sit there like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Like, I like certain events. <laughs> I like... You know, you got to love like the high jump and the long jump and like the hundred meter dash. I love things like that. Oh, I'm just, I mean, just the swimming, like the relays, the sprints, the long distance. I get into all of it. Like, and then I love the volleyball. It's probably because I can't do it. I can't swim. So I'm probably that much more impressed by what they're doing. Like, I don't know. Anyways, what Simone Biles? She came back. As everybody knows, she, uh, she did not take part in most of the Olympics due to uh, mental health mental issues. illness issues, um, and a lot of people are regarding her as a hero, and a lot of people are regarding her as a hack. Um, well, the people that regard back, her as a hack, you're just a fucking idiot. You know, so, I, and I don't give a shit what you say. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I I don't try to 
be in another person's uh, shoes, so I don't know what was going on in her mind. But... Think about it this way. She has been regarded as the greatest Olympic gymnast of all time. The right. GOAT. Mm-hmm. Nobody arguing since she was 19 years old. Right. And she's she's had to deal with that pressure her like, whole Can life. we not stop? What the fuck were you doing at 19? If you're calling her a hack, where were you in your life when you were 19? Yeah. I think people were Because you weren't the she... greatest Olympic anything ever. Right. Like, no. That and it's unsurmountable pressure to put on a kid. Yeah, it is. Um, Even at 24, like, I think she's dealt little, with it since she was 19. Right. I think it's a little bit, uh, um, what's the word I want to say? I want, I want to say a nice word. I think it's a little wrong to judge her not knowing what her issues are. I don't were. give a fuck. It's stupid and you don't understand it. The only yeah. person that possibly could understand it was Michael Phelps, and he wasn't dealing with it when he was 19. Right. Like, get the fuck over yourself. I don't know what to tell you. And we Anyways. all, and we all, I, and I think the large, vast majority of people deal with some sort of uh, mental illness, whether it's within them or within their family. I know I have. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we all, you know, try not to judge a person until you look at things from their. Or side just think about like at work, like. You think about like if the boss come down with a hard deadline or was really pushing you and, and the amount of pressure that you felt then. Right. Imagine that you at 19 and constant. for five fucking years. Yeah. And it doesn't go away. Cameras don't go away. The flash never the goes the, away. The way to the country. Yeah. The and all you hear is how great you're going to be and how you're going to win every event at the next Olympics and and you're going to do it because you're the greatest ever. And, and fucking you have to hear that for five years. Yeah. All right. It's insane. Anyways, she came back. Did you watch it? I did watch a little bit of it. She looked cool. She was, I mean, she got bronze. I don't even remember who I thought she got silver. She got no, bronze. she got the bronze. She got the bronze. And in the balance beam. I watched. No, yeah, yeah. Beam. I watched. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The balance beam. No, when she, she came back. She got the bronze back. in that. Now, I didn't see. She did, she did another event as well. And I'm not sure what she did in it, but. I know she did one more event. Oh, I didn't think uh, she did anymore. I, I think I think she did one more after that. Okay, well, I watched the balance event. beam. It was cool. Uh, so I liked it. It as, was inspiring. Did you as cry? Of yesterday, I wanted. Did you to... cry? No, I didn't cry. A lot of people cried. I didn't. You cry. sure you didn't cry? No. Okay. No, I didn't cry. All right. Anyways, as of yesterday, I did a little tracker go or metal tracker count, and uh, as of yesterday, USA is ahead. At 73 total medals, but they only have 24 gold, which is second behind uh, 32 gold from China. China's in second place with six. Oh, well, China gold. won everything in diving. So, yeah. like, everybody, like, in diving and swimming is the first things that go off. So, everybody starts in a hole to right. China anyways. And then, Every year. Uh, Russia has 52 total medals, and they're, like, 18 with uh, the gold medals. They, they perform very well in the gymnastics, as they do every year. Yeah. They're they're huge in that. They're usually really good in, in uh, the field as well, part of the track that, and field. I'm sorry, I said hockey, but that's that's actually a Winter Olympics game. But Russia is very good in the field part of track and field, like mm-hmm. the shot put, the javelin. Um, yeah, I mean they're I'm not they're built like it. brick shit houses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. All right, uh, 
So last little bit of news here uh, before we get into some big NBA free agent news. Um, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 meet to discuss a potential partnership. Oh, what you, do you better do something. All I know tell you because SEC's coming. Deep. What do you expect from this meeting? Do you think do you think we're going to see a collaboration, a I super would, conference? I would really like if the Pac-12 and the Big 12 would combine forces. Maybe I would rather see Iowa State go to the Big 10. I think they fit the Big Ten yeah, very well. I think, I think it makes good. geographical sense. I would like to see West Virginia go back to either the Big Twelve or the Big Ten or the ACC. I think it makes more geographical sense that way as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as far as the rest of them, the Texas teams that are left, the two Oklahoma or the Oklahoma State, uh, all the Texas teams. Um, Trying to think who else, Kansas, all those guys. Yeah, I would love to see them go to the Pac-12. Let's just go ahead and get this over with. Let's get these super conferences going. Yeah, go ahead and put four super conferences and then. Yeah, go ahead and put Iowa State and Cincinnati in the Big Ten. Yeah. Go ahead and put West Virginia, Notre Dame in the ACC because we know that's where they're going anyways. Hey, I mean, Notre Dame's already playing the rest of their sports there anyway, yeah. so you might as well. Let's go ahead and get this over with. I'm trying to think of anybody else that I'd like to see picked up. I mean, um, maybe Houston and SMU, some of these Texas teams, they could go into the Pac-12 slash Big 12. I don't know. Um, Louisville's already in ACC. Louisville's already ACC. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I BYU, think... go ahead and put them in the pack. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're already right there pretty much geographically it makes sense yeah and even at that point if you want to pick up who's that not south florida but florida florida a&m they're the golden knights they made a big huge run in college football a couple years ago florida atlantic oh i don't think that's it florida 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 you got central florida Central Florida. Yeah. Is it C? FCCU, something F. like that. But anyway, on, yeah, keep talking and I'll get to my we, point. We, I think we're both in agreement, though, that there should be, you know, UCF, University of Central Florida. Yeah. Go ahead and put them in the SEC, put Houston in the SEC. Yeah. I don't um, know. I might put Houston in the Big 12, Pac 12. That puts thing. a lot of teams. I don't know. That adds a lot of teams to the pack. Yeah. I don't know what the total numbers come out with. And I might do some kind of segment one day on the show where I just sit down and really geographically make shit make sense. Yeah. Because uh, it really does need to. I fuck, at this point, go ahead and put North Dakota State in the Big Ten. Like, might as well bring them into the, the fold and. As as a uh, and them and uh, Appalachian State, who's been right there. Yeah, with Appalachian them. State's been a very good team. So, I mean, I, to I'll have to sit down and figure out how many teams would go to what and where they would go, and and maybe we'll do that when we have nothing to talk about. But that's going to be after NFL season. There yeah. may be special episodes or or All some right. bullshit like that. All what right. else you got? So we're going to get on to the NBA off season. We're going to talk the to NBA the sponsors. Draft. What we're going to sponsor talk. Yeah, we'll do that later. We'll do that later. We're going to get right into the NBA uh, off-season talk. Then we'll have it. It's going to be a longer segment here. Okay. All right, so free agency and the draft, the draft happened. We'll just I'll, – I'll run through real quick. Detroit Pistons got Cade Cunningham. And it was genius what Detroit – did you notice what Detroit did? I've seen a couple Every year. of things they did. Well, I, th- I thought they had very good – 
picks. And the and, oh, they actually made some good signings too in free agency. Well, and, and I, but I thought as far as the overall draft, they they did very well. But okay. right off the get go, so Detroit's had the number one pick for months now. Everybody's known it. They never fucking come out and said who they were going to take. Yeah, but everybody pretty much penciled in. Yeah, but they never actually gave it away. That's so true. the eyes stayed on Detroit this entire time. That was actually good for With them. Zion and all these guys, like, imagine New Orleans never actually gives it away that they have Zion. Yeah. I mean, like, they're going to take Zion. John Morant was a legit possibility. Yeah. yeah. Like, but as soon as you come out and say, oh, yeah, this is where we're going, or you kind of lead into it too much that this is where you're going, the rest of the world goes to whoever's got pick number two. Yeah. It happens in the NFL all the time. Yep. We didn't talk about Jacksonville. Yeah, we knew who Jacksonville was. We argued who the Jets were going to take for a while until yeah. they tipped their hands and said that they were taking Zach Wilson. Yep. And then it was on and the then 49. we moved on to San Francisco. And, like, it, and we were suspended. I know you had Mac Jones and I had Lance for the longest time. And well, I had Fields as well. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they yeah. were actually pretty Hold smart. Hold that attention that. of America, at least. It like a good idea. I mean, it brought in some uh, viewership. It did. It's fantastic. Anyways, okay. All right. So, I we're going to throw that out there. Look, I was very impressed with a few teams out on the East uh, Division um, in the NBA. They uh, We'll start with the Heat. Man, they, they brought in Kyle Lowry. Okay. This very old Barton is pretty fucking good. And how much was that? You do, don't you tell me like thirteen dollars? No, something? for this one, yeah, nine, nine bucks for a half gallon. It's like twenty one. Shit, that's good. This shit's good. That's like, not bad for nine dollars. That's not bad at all. Eighty proof. Yeah, it is fantastic. Out of Barton Distillery Company in Frankfort, Kentucky, like Barton Distillery Company's been around forever. This shit's good whiskey. Yeah, it is. or it's good bourbon. I mean, I don't fucking every. Bourbon is a whiskey, but not every whiskey is a bourbon. Right, we can argue right. it all day. Yeah. This is very good bourbon. This is good shit. All right. Uh, so I wanted to start out with right, get back to the Miami Heat, what they've done. Okay. They brought you in like Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah. I love what they did. They brought in Kyle, Kyle Lowry, yep. which I think he's one of the best uh, point guards in the NBA. Yeah, you love you some Kyle Lowry. You got that old school mentality. Yeah, you love does. that. Um, uh, both sides of the ball, that grittiness yeah. that he plays he's a with. Great two-way play. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's he's a leader on the floor. You can tell that's one of your guys. Yeah, uh, he's going to pair with Jimmy Butler very well. Yeah, I mean Butler, he's another guy. He's a two-way guy. I mean, yeah, and he, I I love me some Jimmy Butler. Like he's he's a dog. And Duncan Robinson signed a five-year, ninety ninety million deal with the Heat. And it's the uh, this dude's a shooter. Yeah, and it's the largest deal for an undrafted player mm-hmm. in NBA history. I seen this. Yes. I didn't even know where this guy came from. Nah, but I knew he could shoot the ball. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he, and listen, he's a, kids, anybody out there that's listening, if you learn how to shoot that basketball, there will be a place for you yeah. in basketball. Yeah, I'm not going to guarantee you it's going to be the NBA, but somewhere, well, somebody there, will pick you up if you can shoot. If you can shoot, there will be a place for you in the sport. All right, so one team that you mentioned that you like, who's done a really good job, Chicago Bulls. They brought in Lonzo like Ball. Yep. Um, I can't remember who else they brought in. I like the in, way I, I like the they... way Lonzo pairs with uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Yeah, they brought in uh, Alex Caruso. That's right. 
Um, that's a, a really good role player coming off the bench. Um, shit. I seen one more. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, I got a big list here, but I can't, I can't get them all. I know. One other note I wanted to say about the Heat. They did bring in veteran uh, power forward P.J. Tucker. On DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, that's right. DeMar DeRozan, did, that, that's a great pairing there. That's, that's gonna fantastic. You're going to have Levine, Lonzo, yeah. DeRozan. Lonzo doesn't have to worry about scoring. Levine and DeRozan will do plenty of that yeah. for you. Um, He's just going to worry about facilitating. Man. Um, yeah, this got the making to be a, a solid team. I don't know. You know. Is Barkin still there? I can't remember. Big tall, seven foot white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. shoot the ball really well. I think he did. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure he's still there. Yeah. I don't remember um, seeing him disappear. Like I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not. Like I don't. Until playoff time, I don't really focus on the NBA. Yeah, I don't. It's just either. the way the sport is. Um, and you, and one of the reasons I don't focus as much on the NBA anymore, just right here, I got a shit ton right here, and I know I'm missing a lot. You got so much player turnover. Yeah, there's a lot of moving it's pieces. Just, it's just not fun to. It, I don't like it as well, much. Well, I don't. I'm not. That's why I think you need to view it the same way I do. Like I don't have a team. Yeah. If somebody I, says, "Who's your favorite NBA team?" I don't have one. I'm a player. I'm a fan of players. I mean, I'm loyal to Detroit Pistons, but I mean, yeah. You see, I'm not. Like but that's players. that old school coming out in you. Yeah. Like, if you're still I'm, hanging on to that, like I'm just. I'm a na- nowadays though. I follow more players. Yeah. Than I do I'm a team. player guy. I'm I'm the same way. I mean, there's a lot more players I like than teams I. Oh like. yeah, absolutely. But anyways, um, yeah, I like I love what Chicago's done. All right, another team I like what they're slowly doing right now is uh, the New York Knicks. They uh, brought oh, yeah. in Evan Fournier. Yeah, I like that move. Uh, and they also uh, are are bringing in Kemba Walker. I I love that move as well. Um, they re-signed Julius Randle to a contract. Uh-huh. Um, and they got Tom Thibodeau as their head coach. I think, I think Tibbs is one of the more underrated coaches. I think sometimes he gets in over his head because he tries to take on too much. But I think Tibbs I is a him. very good coach. But you have to have the right players right. with Tibbs. Yeah, you have to match players with Tibbs. Tibbs is not going to adapt to anybody. And I think they're bringing uh, Derrick Rose back as well. But I. I like what New York is doing, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, they got Kimba. They got a star. Kimba's not a star anymore. No, he's not. He's, At one point, I would have said, yeah, all, Kimba's probably an Yeah, he's star. an all-star. He's not elite. He's not he's a never superstar. Been no. Um, At no point. He's a great shooter. He's yeah. a great scorer. Don't get me wrong. Kimba's fantastic, especially for the Knicks. But no, he's I, not I, a superstar. guy. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I love I love me some Kimba. Don't get me wrong. He's not a superstar. I've heard so many people read the name Kimba Walker. Oh, they got a star. Oh, no. No. He gets paid like a star, but he's not a star. He hasn't been a star in a long time. All he's right. still all-star caliber. And with the Knicks, he's going to put up a lot of freaking points. He like, should. I mean, we've seen If they don't add anybody Randall, else. Yeah. Rand- and Randall hasn't done nothing until last year. Yeah. So, yeah. With that, with that team, he's going to put up points. Don't get me wrong. It's, especially if they don't add anybody else. That's a big volume score. Poirier is a very volume score as well. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, let's keep an eye on that as well. Like, great Poirier can put the ball in the hole. Ask Team USA. Yeah. All right. Uh. So the Lakers, I know you've been wanting to talk about this. The Lakers 
have traded for Russell Westbrook. They're, they let go uh, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrezl Harrell in a 22nd overall pick in this last to past year's draft. Is this a good fit for Westbrook and the Lakers, you think? No, it's a terrible fit. All right, elaborate. Uh, well, for one, let's let's just start on what they give up. Okay. I like Kuz, okay. but I don't think Kuz is ever going to be a star. No, he's a role player. Um, I like Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope's a fantastic shooter. Right. He's a good role player. Not a star. Not a star. Um, Not a starter. I like Montrez Harrell. He is the perfect big man for a small ball lineup. He's a winner. He's got the attitude. Not a star. Russell Westbrook's a star. Right. This is moves that you make when you're an NBA team. Right. But this is a shit of a fit. You're going to pair Russell Westbrook LeBron James and Anthony Davis together. And I this know I told you this. Matching. These I guys don't complement each other to at the all. Show, I think, you know, you're putting two ball dominant guy, guys together in LeBron and Westbrook. But I think maybe the way they're thinking and the way I'm thinking maybe is they're going to utilize Westbrook more um, just, just to alleviate a little bit of, you know, pressure from LeBron during the season. And when the the playoffs come, LeBron takes over the. Yeah, yeah. and he's a little more fresher coming in. I I get that way of thinking, but I mean, why not? Why not try to assemble your team with the right pieces? Listen. (laughs) How's Russell Westbrook going to feel when you go, we know you've done this all year, but we're going to take the ball out of your hands? And, you know, historically, Russell Westbrook hasn't been that great in the playoffs. Russ ain't scared of nobody. Let's not make no mistake about it. No, he's a bulldog. Yeah, he's a dog. Like, and I love me some Russell Westbrook. I want to emphasize that as I say this. But he's not a playoff guy. His game doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't do great in the playoff. Let's just say that. Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to say his game doesn't train. He don't play great defense. And None I of think them really I, do anymore. But in the playoffs, you need to play They ratchet defense. up a little bit in the playoffs, but none of them really play hard on that side of the ball. None of the studs do. But I think that's why he doesn't get the love that he doesn't get. I mean, Man, think about no. that. He has triple-double, averages triple-doubles, and he don't get the love that he, you and I both think he should get. And I love him. But, but he is there, not going to bowl well when you turn around and say, yeah, we know you've done it all year. We're going to take the ball out of your hands. And you're going to come he's, out he's off not gonna, the bench. Yeah, he's not going to care for that shit none. Unless all. he's looking for a championship. He's still not going to care for it. It's oh, not no, in his no, DNA. No, he is no, not going to like but this. He may, you know, he may suck it up for one year for a championship, but that's it. He'll be this gone. This is going to be conflict. Yeah. Like, it's going to be conflict. But my other thing is, AD is the most consistent shooter out of these three. Yeah. I don't really? care what you say. He is. Westbrook's, no, he is. Westbrook's not a good shooter. Let's not make no mistakes about it. You LeBron's can, a better shooter, people, but it's not. He's better than Westbrook. He's, but not, he's not consistent. Much better, yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening here? You've got three studs that play at the rim. Yeah. You know how to guard that? You pack the paint. Yeah, you put you get your Fucking big guys my, in there. Yeah. My six year old daughter can tell you how to stop that. Yeah. I mean, so whenever you face a team like the Milwaukee Bucks who have all those big motherfuckers 
Or they still got some shooters. And they still right. That's what I'm saying. The Lakers work where's their shooters at now? They're shipped out of there. Right. That's what I'm saying. So whenever they face a team like the Bucks or the it's way Miami's terrible. looking up, could my, I, I think I did read that uh uh Lopez was going to uh, Miami, possibly. or No, I'm sorry. That was Robin Lopez to Miami. That's still a good match. Robin right. Lopez is a good defender. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's going to clog up. The, He's going to clog it for sure. But, yeah, and, the Bucks. that's going to be total kryptonite for this team. And you're starting to see out in the West, you're starting to see, like, the centers are starting to be a little bit more dominant now in the NBA. You're starting to see them. You're starting to see a lot more centers that's got some skill. Right. I mean, uh, you're starting to see more, yeah, and, and you're starting to get a little more star power at yeah. the center position like it used to be. be in the 90s. Yeah, well, because you're getting these guys that's got skill. Right. You, you get people like Joker. Like, how can you not like watching Joker play? You know, it's funny. How can that you not you, like watching Joel and B play? I mean, I love watching these guys, but it, it, it's so funny that you say Joker. Can I bring because, up Joker? Yeah, because I would think about guys he would remind me of, and I don't. I know you probably There's don't not remember one. him. Don't the, no, there, there is. There is. Who? He didn't play in, in the... No, maybe Larry Bird would If be you close. count him as a center, but Bird's no, not a center. Uh, the, the Drew, not the Drunas, uh Sabonis' dad. Uh, the Drunas Sabonis from Portland. He played in the NBA for like four or five years. He was a, That he's he not a even close to Joker. Oh no, he was like one of the first, like one of the one first, of the first seven big guys that could pass like that. Okay. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I okay. mean, Joker's a lot more athletically. I might give you that, but, but they, I mean, they ain't been nobody come through the NBA like Joker ever. No, no, no. Joke's pretty. You know, he's pretty skilled. So, all right, that so, was really a team that I was kind of watching. Like, are they going to do something? Are they going to add another piece? Are they gonna, like DeRozan. I yeah. love just seeing them add DeRozan. I love DeRozan, too. He's another one of those He's guys that can you know, do it on both ends of the court. He's a dog, and I like him. Yeah. All right, so real quick, I'm just going to run through. Yeah, run through them. There ain't nothing else I really wanted to go into depth. Chris Paul, he's going to run it back with the Suns. He signed a four-year, $120 million deal. I don't know why the fuck you signed Chris Paul to four years, but what the fuck happened? Yeah, Andre Drummond agrees to a deal, which I will say this, it's Probably some team and player options within that deal. I don't know for sure, but uh, probably Andre Drummond uh, signs a one-year deal with the 76ers. That's what you're going to see with guys like Drummond. They're going to sign one-year deals. Yeah, Trey Young resigns with the Hawks to a five-year, two hundred seven million. Love it, deal. love I, it. That's my dude. I yeah. sent that one to you immediately yeah, as yeah. soon as I seen it. I love me some Trey Young. Um, and then I, I Steph Curry signs a four-year, two hundred fifteen million dollar contract extension with Golden State. Eh, you want to talk about Ben Simmons real quick, or you want to move on and go to our? We can break? talk about Simmons here in a minute, but the big one that I wanted to get your opinion on is: right. Have you seen what fucking my boy uh, Luca's been doing in the Olympics? I've seen that. I've seen that he's been leading Slovenia. My dude is undefeated. I've seen that he's been leading them well, in. The I didn't know they were undefeated. Qualified. But... Oh, shit. They've never qualified for the Olympics. Right. Okay. Slovenia's never qualified. And this is the first year. Luca's unfucking defeated right now in pool play. That's but the as of two days ago. And where and where's USA? They're still in the gold medal hunt right now. Oh yeah. There's you're still in pool play, but they pretty well got past the last uh real threat, which was France. 
We, yeah, we beat France. They, yeah, but France was the real last one in the pool that it was like, hey, you know, we played them in gold medal games. They're the defending right. FIFA champions. Like, right. okay. that's they were the real threat. I think the U.S. is going to go on to to probably win the gold. Okay. But Luca is doing things with Sylvania that's never been done before, and it's cool as shit. All right. Real, now, again, he ain't played the U.S. yet. Real quick, I want to talk about uh, – Ben Simmons, yeah, we know the 76ers are looking to trade him. Uh, they tried trading him over the draft. Or uh, Where do you see he would be a good fit? I don't know if Simmons is a good fit anywhere in the NBA, to be honest with you. Simmons can't shoot. Simmons, no. you, it's not even to the point to where you have to respect it. Like LeBron, I say LeBron can't shoot. You got to throw LeBron something can, out there to yeah, him. You like You can't just leave him out there. I say Russ can't shoot. You got to throw something out there at you gotta him. Guard. Like, if you're going to fucking just go standing on the block yeah he's gonna burn you up but simmons you you don't have, you don't you have to pay attention five to him feet, five feet away from yeah, him and i don't even have to be within arm's length right like, uh, he's a fantastic passer he's a fantastic dribbler he's fantastic at driving kick he's fantastic at driving and finishing like but you have to respect the shot at some point Ooh. or people's just gonna clog on you and i don't He's not a superstar. I've seen deals where he goes to Sacramento. For Lillard or with Lillard? No, 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 no. That's Portland. I was getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. But, I mean, Fox stays. Why the fuck yeah. would you do that? Yeah, why would you keep Fox? Why, I would want well, no, why would my team. Yeah, well, Buddy, Buddy Hill is in, in the, the trade. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. They but, no, Buddy I, would, Hill I and, would rather have Fox. But yeah. I well, would rather have Buddy than I would Ben Simmons. But, but I think I would rather have Fox than I would Simmons, though. Would I would, too. Not. Yeah, why, but, I mean, why would Philadelphia take a deal that doesn't involve Fox? Right. Well, I mean, shit. If I'm going to deal with Sacramento. The, write, the writing's on the wall. What's the value for uh, I don't care. A, if a, I'm going to deal with all point guard that can't shoot. Well, if I'm going to deal with that, well, Fox can't really shoot either. I mean, he can shoot better than Simmons, but he can't. He's not a threat since he's been in the NBA. Right. He could shoot in college, right? That line's a little closer, uh, and you're a little more open in but college. But he's a better jump jump shooter than uh, he is. Than Simmons. He's a far better jump shooter than Simmons, but who's not? Uh, yeah. But right. if I'm gonna deal, I would even I would even look at Philly and go give me Fox. I'll give it to you straight up. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Fox than I would Simmons. I'd almost, I mean, if I was Philadelphia, I'd almost go three years down the road and give you my first round pick three years down the road unprotected i think there is i'll give you simmons and my first round pick under and and i want fox. For fox i think that they're wanting too much in return for simmons and my oh opinion. i'm sure they are but that's what i'm saying like if i was the gm i'd be dealing him and i would be giving up draft picks it'd be a jared golf situation to compare it to an nfl yeah. thing like i'll give you a picks plus my starter just, just give me just to take him yeah, yeah. Get him off my books. Get him out of my organization. An NBA give style me, analytics type. Yeah, trade. give me De'Aaron Fox back. I'm cool with it. Like, All right. All whatever. Right. But I mean, I don't think he's really a good fit anywhere. I've seen deals where he pairs with Dame in Portland. Dame would fucking chew him up and spit him out and send his ass back to the East Coast quick, fast, and. I hurry. don't think his game translates well in the in the NBA. It I don't. Think he's it translates as maybe. it translates about as good as Lonzo's. Yeah. Yeah, Lonzo would be a great comparison. But if you fucking... I mean, Lonzo is developing. You can see a development in that jump shot. Simmons has been in the NBA longer. Yeah. You still don't see it. 
All right, so we're not going to even take a break this time. We're going to move right into our NFL division previews, and it's going to be quick because we're already running on almost an hour here. Um, we're going to do the AFC West. My pretty much, I'm just going to give you some I about predictions. Say I don't have a list. It fucking hit me. I'm just going to give you a prediction for what, what I think is going to happen. I can, I can give you an ending standing, but I can't give you breakout players like we usually do. I'm not, I'll give you some breakout players. All right, I'll tell you for if me, I agree But I'm going to give you my division predictions real quick. Uh, KC, of course, went, went the division. Absolutely. I think we both agree on that. Yeah, there's no way anybody else wins it. I think Herbert's going to have a sophomore slump this year. Ooh. That's my bold prediction for the Chargers. Ooh. I think he's going to have a sophomore slump. Can argue? Well, just a little bit. You, We're going to have to get us a, a, a dry erase board I for think our, we our, are. our cold beer bets. But. I think we are, but I think Herbert's. I think Herbert has a really good year. I, I like it. you too. I, like I, I hate Herbert. I hate to say that, but I had to come up with oh. a good bowl prediction. And there just wasn't enough there. There wasn't enough good storyline. I'll bet you so some of this. All right. Yeah. You want to bet a bottle of that Barrio Barton? Yeah. yeah. I'll bet you a bottle of Barrio Barton. I'm down with that. We'll have all to right. get that down. Uh, all, right. all right. Denver will trade. Where's for... he got to finish? Who wins? We got to establish oh, this. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. So we'll say this. If he. He's got to finish within the top 15 in fantasy. If he does not finish within the top 15, we say that's a slump. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll take that yeah. all day. I'd give you a top 10. Okay, well, let's do top 10. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you 12. Come, okay, you 12. You said 15. 12. We'll I said that. 10. We got that on give another me 12. one, too. Yeah, give me 12. All right. So I'm, I'm down with all that. Right. Uh, Denver will trade for a quarterback by the deadline. And I can see, like, I think they definitely start, look for one for sure. Gardner, especially if, uh, if Locke or, or, uh, Bridgewater suck. So I don't know if it's a mid season deal, though. That's the part that kills me. Like, I think that deal needs to get done, like, soon. Okay. I do right. like Minshew, though. Minshew to Denver would be good, too, I think. I he thought about Minshew. Kind of I thought about Minshew when Wentz. The Wentz injury first half. Yeah, that's what I did too. All right. Uh, okay, go on. Go Carl, on. Derek Carr will be benched for Marcus Mariota this You're season. You're fucking nuts. All right. That that just. Does, I mean, that's more of it's a, a bold prediction, but it's out. I there. could see it more because of Gruden and how he wears on, but uh, yeah. Mariota's nowhere near the talent no, that Derek Carr is. I, like, I wanted. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I totally agree there. I think Carr's a way better quarterback. I think Derek, Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. I, I think he. I thought David was a very good quarterback. If Houston would ever put some fucking offensive linemen in front of him, like. Well, I feel the same way about Tim Couch. I think Couch would have been a great quarterback. I think we'd be talking about about Couch as one of the all-time great Browns. I think players. Couch was. I think. I mean, obviously, I wasn't old enough to really know anything, but I think it would been cool. Like, but I mean, have you ever seen the clip where? David does that target contest with Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, and he's he lights him up yeah. like he bounces one off the fucking floor and hits yeah. the target. Like I remember when David Carr came out of Fresno State when the Texans drafted him, yeah. and I watched this kid, and I was still fairly young, just out of high school, but I watched this kid, and I'm like, man, this guy can fucking he can fucking sling it. Like, yeah, if he if he would have ever had some talent put around him in Houston, I'm like. He would have had if a they very have good protect, NFL career. He, he did have some good talent at one point. He just had no line. He had no line whatsoever. I mean, he got killed, and his confidence got killed. And, and then, I mean, he was like, 
by the time doesn't he, he hold the there, record for all time? He, like as me being sacked. Yeah, like, he did. He did at one time. I'm not sure if he still holds it, but he did. But anyways, anyways, uh, that's that was my bowl prediction for okay, the Raiders right. for the Kansas City. My bowl prediction is Ceh Clyde Edwards Elaire lead the division in rushing yards and touchdowns. I don't know if he back. leads his own team. And rushing yards? I don't even know if he does that. All right. That's my ball prediction. I think Le'Veon Bell has a bounce back here. Does he come back with K? I don't think he comes back with KC. Uh, I thought he did. I think he's a free agent right now. He might not be. But anyways, I don't know. I'm... I was high on CEH going into the year, and fucking he's got me gun-shy. Like... All right. Well, let me give you my... uh, Top four breakout players, yeah. um, which I'll go ahead and tell you, CEH is my number one guy. I think he's going to break yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gun shy as fuck on him. Um, okay. I hope he does. I think he's I do I too. He's got I, the talent to do it. And I like LSU running backs. I do too. I think that's one. I, I like LSU like, running backs. I, I like LSU like linebackers. And I I hate to say that because I'm a Buckeye, but I love their DBs too. I think they got yeah, great deep safety. They do. And, I mean, they really do. Anyways, okay. But all right, so my, I, I gave you my number one. I'll go ahead and give you my number two breakout guy, and I he may already break out in some people's eyes. Uh, Maybe. Fan, tight end for Denver. Maybe. I mean, some people. Uh, he's probably my number six tight end in fantasy going into the year. Yeah, he's close. He's close there. He's right beside. He's right behind T.J. Hawkinson, which I'm, I think they're in the same draft class, right? Or no, they were, yeah, they were teammates. Yeah. yeah, teammates too. Yeah, yeah. so and okay, same draft class. Yeah, same draft class, teammates. Yada yada yada. Like he's my number six, and I think I just prefer Hawkinson just a little bit more because I think because he's a little more, more well rounded. Well, and I think Detroit has to throw the ball a lot, which yeah. I think Denver has to throw the ball a lot as well. Like, don't get me wrong, but Denver got more running Denver's, options, and Denver's well. got some more options at wide receiver to get targets. It, Denver's actually not a bad. Yeah, they're a quarterback away. Team. They're they're a quarterback. Their offensive line. They're. I mean, they don't even have to have a great quarterback. Just don't fuck it up for them. Their defense. I mean, yeah, good. somebody serviceable. Just somebody that can put shit, up points get, when they have to. Give them Andy Dalton, and they can still win seven, eight games. Right. I mean, I got you. All right. Uh, so number three for the Chargers. That that the Chargers and probably the Raiders were the two hardest teams to figure out breakout. So. No, I completely agree with your Oakland guy. Yeah, that's the I think only he's had guy. some hype, but yeah, I don't I wouldn't consider him broke out, but yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um my number three guy, he's a rookie. Uh he's wide receiver for the Chargers, Joshua Palmer. Uh he came out of Tennessee. He's a he's actually a big oh, play guy. He's he's a 50 guy. That means he's terrible. I know you hate Tennessee, but anyways, he's a fifty fifty guy. I, think I don't really like be... Tennessee pros. I mean, Peyton Manning and Alvin Kamara are the two that pop up in your mind first, but I mean, how many guys have come out of Tennessee and it's like, oh yeah, this guy's great. I'd have to and think they don't about do fucking that for a shit. while, yeah. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. I have to think about... It's kind of like Alabama quarterbacks. Guys. I don't like Alabama quarterbacks in the pros. No. I don't like Mac Jones. I'll just go ahead and go out there and throw it. Like, I think he hit the perfect system, but I don't really care for him. I don't uh, believe in Tua. Yeah. None I of the rest I of them have either. been good at all. I don't either. I don't. I think Mac Jones could be the best of the last few that came out, but I don't even know. I don't that. think he's great. I don't think he's great, but I think he's better than 
I actually think. All right, that. we're deviating. Tell them to Oakland. All right, so my Oakland one, Henry uh, Ruggs, wide receiver, second year player, right? Fantastic. He's uh, fast. He's big. He yeah. catches the ball. Yeah, I I completely agree with. It. As long as they don't put Marcus Mariota in the game, I can, <laughs> I think I think uh, Henry Ruggs has a pretty good year. Anyways, what do you think about Deshaun Watson? Oh man, I. What the fuck is happening? He's listed as a four-string quarterback in Houston. He's still showing up every day in camp, not taking any snaps, getting work on the sideline. Well, I mean, Houston's going to have to come Houston's up, willing to trade down. him. Yeah, but they're, they're going to have to come down on that price. Houston's staying. Oh, yeah, we're willing to trade him. We're willing to talk, and they're not answering the fucking phones. They're not answering Schefter the and all of them have come out and said fucking multiple teams have called to engage interest, and Houston's not answering. Houston's they're, not talking. They're not talking. But yet they're what I'm hearing is lip service. I yeah. think they're just trying to do this shit. To, I said this, and I know you and I have talked about this on on shows past. I think there's some fucking conspiracy. Going I do on too. But I think McAfee and uh, Diggs on that show on the Pat McAfee show, uh-huh. they were talking, and and it was like, I don't know. I kind of opened my eyes up a little bit. It's like who the fuck is watching this situation in the NFL office and thinking. Yep, this should be what's going on. This is we want this in the tabloids. Yeah, who the fuck is doing that? I mean, because all you got to do is say we won't find you. Go home. Yeah, like every time he's out there, it's more and more tabloids. It's brought up again and again. Fucking go home until we get it settled. And the only reason he's there is so he doesn't get fined fifty thousand a day. And and always. All he's doing is creating distraction for the rest of the team. For the whole NFL. Um, it's a black eye right, in the whole right. NFL. Black eye in the whole NFL. I'm I'm surprised Roger Goodell hasn't yeah. already put him on the example. Who list. the hell is looking at this and going, Yep, this is a good idea. Yep. Put his ass in camp. Being in camp, we're gonna find him. Yeah. I'm like, gonna, what the fuck? I think it boils down to money, but uh and I think I think it, it also boils down to conspiracy, in my opinion. With the, I think with something's up with this, which they did say I haven't seen. I I have not seen it. I was listening to it today or yesterday. I don't remember when they was talking about it. I listen to it every day. Uh, but um, they were saying that one of the women that is alleging this done some interview, and it does not look good on Deshaun. Oh, okay. So apparently, there's more news out there. I haven't watched it. I will research right. it. Ask me and again I know, next week. I know there's been some, uh, uh, not only been civil suits, but there's also been some criminal um, suits filed as well. So he could see some criminal uh, yeah, charges I mean, on him. He could go to jail. And you it's know, not good. But my thing is, like, why is he still at camp? Yeah. I like, agree get him you. out of camp. Like, the only reason he's there is so he doesn't get fined 50000 You're not even practicing him. He's listed as a four-string guy. He's over there standing on the sideline, Watch. taking pictures. Yeah. And, and like, it's just a big fucking distraction. Send his ass home, for crying out loud. If the Houston Texans won't do it, for crying out loud, Roger, send them fucking yeah. call, call him. that exam. Get him out of there. Call him and say, I don't want to see his face again until this is settled. Like... I don't want to see his face anywhere near an NFL facility until this is settled. Yeah. Because this is just getting stupid. 
Anyways, okay, I'm done. Go ahead and do All your right. little rant. Let's get out of here. No, we're I'm, I ain't got no rant. We're good. Uh, well, yeah, I was talking about your little spill at the end of the show. Oh, fuck my spill. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get our glasses up. Let me have a little bit of that Bartons right there. A bit of Bartons. Uh, I, I might take out a loan by another bottle. Lord, nine dollars. Yeah, like, it, it is pretty good stuff for nine bucks. Fuck it. Would you when you throw in? I might even do this on TikTok. When you throw in price into the consideration, this is up there. Like, oh yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's got a good bite too. It's got a good taste. Got good nose. It's got that sweet after. Yeah, no, I like man, it. it is. It's it, it's smooth. It don't fucking kill you. It's got a good burn. We'd right. like to thank our medical personnel, our first responders, all the police officers, all the people out there doing the good fight, firefighters, our military, uh, military, uh, all our nurses, doctors, anybody that's out there doing the shit that nobody else wants to do, especially in this pandemic. We'd like to thank uh, our mamas, listeners, our mamas, listeners, listeners. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on. Uh, Facebook Cheap Seats Podcast, Twitter at Cheap Seats Pod One, TikTok at the Bluegrass underscore Beard. That is me. I am beautiful and I am fantastic. And let me tell you, you ain't never run across a better TikTok page. Follow him and the show. You'll see me on a lot on his page too. The Cheap, Cheap Seats, Seats Pod. Pod. Uh, that's it. Uh, this is go Bronco check out some very old bark because it's yeah, pretty fucking good, really and they don't good. fucking pay me. A little side note real quick. Uh, this is episode 44. We are approaching uh, episode 50 coming up in the... Uh, uh, what kind of dumb weeks. shit am I going to do for episode 50? So, I don't know. We're going to figure out something. So, hopefully you guys tune in for that. We'll have a big show for episode 50. So, if you ain't got anything else, Juice, uh, no. let's get these glasses I'm up good. get the hell out. Cheers. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. Oh, and we are out.